Hello, my most awesome project managers. Welcome to day 26 of 40 Days to PMP Exam Success. I hope you're doing well. Thank you for following all those videos and hitting the like and subscribe button. Really appreciate it. You know, these videos, they really take time to put together. Now, the video part that you watch later on was actually recorded eons ago. It's the questions. So today I have questions I'm going to share with you from the artifact section. My question writer, he came up with some crazy stuff. But before we talk about the questions, let's dive into what it means to do this task. It's manage project artifacts. Manage project artifacts in the PMBOK guide is not explicitly broken down, which is why the content outline comes in handy. So in the content outline, the very first enabler that we see under this task simply reads, determine the requirements what, when, where, who, and so on for managing the project artifacts. And then validate that the project information is kept up to date. That is version control and it's accessible to all stakeholders. And finally, continually assess the effectiveness of the management of the project artifacts. Very high level. Today, I have some open-ended questions that I would love for you to take a look at. I know these open-ended questions, a lot of you have been whizzing past them. You don't, you don't fool me. I know some of you have not hit the pause button and actually gone through. But I want to encourage you, do it because it's going to help you in the grand scheme of things as you prepare for your exam. All right, so here's the open-ended section for today. You can see I've got different questions about artifacts. Please go through them, especially those from the world of Agile. Hone in on those. And remember, I have these sessions at hpmexam.com. If you are struggling and you need help, you need to take advantage of it. It's a half-day boot camp, gets you into the heart of the matter so that you can master all the 35 tasks really quick, all right? So on top of joining me on this journey, I would love to see you in one of these hpmexam.com boot camps. Let's jump into the first question for today. The project management processes, inputs, tools, techniques, outputs, internal enterprise environmental factors, and organizational process assets are described in the PMBOK guide as what? Give you a few moments. Think about what the answer could be. All right. Hit the pause button if you need more time. Three, two, and one. The answer to this, my friends, is not A, B, or C. The answer is actually project artifacts, D. Direct cutout from the PMBOK Guide 6th edition, page 558. The term artifacts includes project management processes, inputs, tools, techniques, outputs, EEFs, and OPAs. Now, for those of you that might not have read that particular section, it came as a surprise to me. You know what I was arguing with? I was arguing with the EEFs. I said, there's no way an EEF is an artifact. But I realized this is a direct cutout of the PMBOK. And I know the seventh edition, it calls them methods, models, and artifacts explicitly. So there's no confusion about the artifacts. But I will say, do know your EFs and OPAs, not because you're going to be asked explicitly about them, but it's just something that's nice to do as a PMP. Let's go on to the next question. Next one here says, past project files, forms, and templates best describes. What does it best describe? Think about it for a few moments. I'll give you some time to think. All right. Three, 
2 and 1. All right, my friends, the answer to this is, of course, OPAs. This is a direct cutout of PMBOK Guide again. Project files from the past, forms and templates. It's not EEFs, and it's not C, and it's not D. All right, so the more you understand what these templates, tools, and other documents from the past are, the better. I do not expect the exact language to be used on your exam. And I'm talking about the exact language that says OPAs, EFs. You probably won't find that. But just understanding the relevance of these organizational process assets is important. In the seventh edition, we refer more to them as more like factors, if you will. And we, we talk about factors that can influence your project, either internal or external. That's how we roll in the seventh edition. So. Don't expect to see OPAs on the exam, but do understand their context and relevance. A lot of PMPs from before 2020, they still use that uh, information and uh, language. All right. Number 69. How are enterprise environmental factors best described? Okay. Hit the pause button if you need more time. Three, two, and one. Let's move. The answer, talking about factors, it's A. It's not B, C, or D, right? You see? Enterprise environmental factors are best described as factors outside the organization's control. That's best. I know some of you would say, well, you know, B, influence how a project manager is allowed to manage a project. This is not such a question of allowance. It's common sense. It's not allowance. Enterprise environmental factors are just factors that they affect you, right? We could have factors that are within the organization, and outside the organization, but the best language here is A. You know, if you look at option C, create boundaries and policies set by the organization, that relegates that to OPAs. And D, process assets? No, that's OPAs, right? So if you really look at it, the word allowed kind of talks about what is within your control. EEFs, a lot of times, they're outside of your control. That's why they're factors that influence. All right, so I hope you found uh, that question to be eye-opening. Again, it's just good project management information. You can see here, direct cutout from the PMBOK guide says, these factors refer to conditions which are not under the control of the project team that influence, constrain, or direct the project. So let's take a look at number 70. The plans, processes, policies, procedures, and knowledge bases specific to and used by the performing organization are best described as what? All right, hit the pause button for more time. All righty, three, two, and one. If you guessed A, you are right. It's organizational process assets. Again, a lot of these assets we use the word artifact in place of some of these. 
All right, so this again is a direct cutout from Pembok Guide, page 557. And you got to know what these plans, processes, policies, procedures, knowledge bases are. They're OPAs. All right. Let's move to the next question. Next question. Number 71. The project manager and the project management team select and adapt the appropriate artifacts for use on their specific project. This adaptation is necessary because... Choose the best option. All right. Hit the pause button if you need more time. Three, two, and one. So what does this describe? This whole thing describes the concept of tailoring. When you're tailoring, you got to cut the ITTOs, methods, models, artifacts, whatever you want to call them, but you got to tailor those to the specific project. And that's why the answer to number 71 is option, as you've guessed, B. Okay. The project manager and the project management team select and adapt the appropriate artifacts for use on their specific project. You read the next line. Not every process input tool technique or output is required on every project. Okay. So, my friends, we have just one more question. Question 72. It's a rather curious question. Let's see how you roll with it. Which is the most prevalent artifact? All right. Three, two, and one. Okie dokie. Here we go. Well, this should not come as a surprise. Because those of you Pembok Guide aficionados, you know the recurring theme you see every single place every single process except two, right? It's D, it's the project management plan. It's very prevalent, we see it everywhere. Let's see what the Pembok Guide says. The project management plan is the most prevalent artifact. So you see what my question writer did in these? He pretty much took the Pembok Guide and spat it out in all of these questions. It has many components such as the subsidiary management plans, baselines, and a description of the project lifecycle. And that, my friends, brings us to the end of this first section. Next, we're going to get on the road and we are going to flesh out this whole topic of artifacts because there's a lot to be spoken about when it comes to artifacts. I haven't talked about Scrum in particular. I haven't talked about Agile artifacts and what could constitute those, and I will. So let's jump into it. Hello, my friends. Welcome to 40 Days to PMP Exam Success. It's day 26, and we're talking about Process Domain Task 12, Manage Project Artifacts. Now, remember, this is the express version. This does not have all the questions, so we're getting straight into some content. Let's go ahead and listen. This is your buddy Phil here, Project Management Trainer and Coach. I hope you're doing well. Welcome to 40 Days to PMP Exam Success. Today, we're talking about the topic of project artifacts. 
What exactly is an artifact in the world of project management? That's a good question to ask. When you hear people talk about artifacts, a lot of times it refers specifically to baselines, plans, it could even refer to some sort of record that is not necessarily a plan or a baseline, but is something that is managed by a project manager. For example, in the world of Scrum and Agile, one of our artifacts is continuously maintained. It's called a product backlog. The product backlog contains all of the stories or customer-related requests that the customer wants. That is maintained all throughout the life of that agile endeavor. Now, in the world of predictive, our artifacts may include the project management plan or subplans in the project management plan. It may also include the baselines. It may also include some of those documents. When we talk about the documents of project management, those are on page 89 of the PEMBOK Guide 6th edition. But when you really boil it down in the 7th edition, we call these artifacts explicitly. You know, we've got the section of methods, models, and artifacts. So in the 6th edition, we just say artifacts. But in the 6th edition, you find the language of outputs, inputs, documents, plans, baselines, and things of that nature. So for this one, we have some very specific tasks associated with that word, but today, the one we're talking about again is all about managing project artifacts. And we have three enablers for this. So let's talk about these one by one. The first enabler is called determine the requirements. What, when, who, where, what, when, where, who, and so on. Just think about the five W's. You know, the what, when, where, who, why, and the H, the how, right? So determine the requirements for the artifacts. That's the first one. The requirements for managing the project artifacts. The second one is validate that the project information is kept up to date. That is version control and accessible to all stakeholders. Now, there are a number of tasks associated with this, like I said, and one of the tasks has to do more with configuration management. That I have mentioned in the past. So we're not talking about that one today, but I want you to remember that version control is something that we've talked about in the past. Okay. In fact, when it comes to the concept of change management, we do talk about the aspect of configuration quite a bit. Okay. So again, validate that the project information is kept up to date that's version control and accessible to all stakeholders and continually assess the effectiveness of the management of the project artifacts. So when you boil it down, 
you need to know the requirements for the artifacts. If there are any peculiar requirements for those artifacts, we want to identify them. We want to validate that the information we have in those artifacts is kept up to date. Like I told you, some of the artifacts regularly change, like a product backlog. Also in the world of Agile, we have the Sprint Backlog. The Sprint Backlog is used just for that iteration of Sprint, but it is considered an artifact as well. And lastly, you want to ensure that your configuration management, your configuration control, your updates to those artifacts, you want to continuously assess. Okay? So that's the general mindset for this one. Okay? Very straightforward. You could think of it as a three-step process, you know. Requirements, updates to those artifacts, and assessing the effectiveness continually. Okay? And that's pretty much it. It's a very straightforward task with very, very straightforward enablers. The only thing that I would add to this is to understand the word artifact could be used quite loosely in the world of Agile. So when we talk about Scrum, there are three roles, product owner, Scrum master, and team, five events. People also call these ceremonies, right? We have the sprint itself. We have sprint planning. We have the daily Scrum. We have the sprint review and we have the sprint retrospective. And then we have the three artifacts. And that's why you constantly hear me say 353 in Scrum, 353. Because I'm talking about three roles, five ceremonies, and the three artifacts are very important as well. And the three artifacts are the product backlog, the sprint backlog, and the potentially shippable increment, also called the increment or increment. Okay. And the increment is also an artifact. It's very uh, specific in the world of Scrum. But beyond the world of Scrum, going into just general Agile, things like your burn charts, they could be called artifacts. And you do need to be aware of that for your exam. They very well could be called artifacts. You know, Things like your cumulative flows, things like your product roadmap, your team charter. We could also refer to those in general agile as artifacts. So any documents, any plans, records that are used, we could refer to them as artifacts. You could refer to a Kanban board as an artifact as well. A lot of times it is something like that that you use for your product backlog anyway, right? Storyboards, story maps, all that stuff, okay? I hope that gave you some context about this.